Motherhood is beautiful, hard, holy, sacred, and a little messy, but there is still so much joy and purpose to be found right where we're at in this season of mothering and homemaking. Hey friend, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. Here, you'll find faith-filled conversations and practical tips to empower and encourage you on this heavenly assignment we call motherhood. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. Today's five-star review is from Jody Lynn 227 and it says, Finding Time for God. This podcast was so relatable and encouraging for me. I already do some of the suggestions occasionally, but always worry it isn't enough. However, it is in those moments I always feel closest to God. It was so encouraging to hear another mama that finds time for God in worship music, in podcasts, or during a shower. Thank you for your words and encouragement to invite Jesus into our homes each morning. As a mama of three littles, I know it wouldn't be possible without him. Jody, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to write a review and share a little bit of your heart and your story. If that was your review I just read, go shoot me a DM on Instagram at jennagriffith.co. I'd love to send you a little gift as a way to say thank you for being a part of our community. If you're new here, every single week I give away a little gift to a five-star review writer. Leaving a written review is one of the absolute best ways you can support this podcast because it tells iTunes and myself that you like what you're hearing. So if you haven't already, I'd love it if you took a few minutes to write a review and share what Joy-Filled Mama has done for you. And now let's dive into today's episode. We all face hardship, whether it's physical hardship and physical trauma, or it's relational trauma, relational hardship, trauma from abuse, from being wronged or mishandled. It's Trauma is kind of a byproduct of living in a fallen world. And I know that no matter what kind of trauma we face, one thing that we can all agree on is that The healing process, honestly, it kind of sucks and it's not easy, but life is so much sweeter and so much better when we live healed and when we live from a place of seeing sunshine and seeing joy. And that's why I wanted to bring my friend Tiffany on here today to talk with us about trauma and hardship and overcoming hard things because If anybody knows about overcoming trauma, it's her. Tiffany is a blogger and a mom of two sweet girls. And last year around this time, she went through an extremely traumatic experience where she almost lost her life. Since then, she has been on a journey of healing and finding peace again. And today I wanted to give her the chance to come on here and tell you her story and offer some insight into how we deal with trauma and how we can begin to heal from it. I've been so looking forward to this conversation and what we will learn from her. So without further ado, Tiffany, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I am so grateful that you said yes to coming on. I love reading your blog. I love anytime you post, anytime you, you just bring so much light and I know that you're going to bring light to the Joy-Filled Mama listeners today. So tell us a little bit. Walk us through your story. Tell us about what all went down a year ago this month. 
Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it was a year ago. Um, I just started having some pain and it ended up being my appendix. I had appendicitis um, and I ended up having to have my appendix removed, which is normally um, kind of a quick you know, procedure, not a big deal. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have had that done. Um, but unfortunately, during my recovery after the surgery, um, instead of improving, I, I seemed to keep getting worse. Um, and eventually ended up back at the ER because my pain was at an all-time high. Um, And that's when I found out that I had an abscess in my abdomen that had grown after the surgery, um, and it had become extremely infected. Um, And so they put a drain in, and uh, the next day I continued to get worse. Um, I ended up having sepsis, which is Uh, basically where you have an infection in your body and your body kind of overreacts um, and begins to fight itself kind of. Uh, You can have like extremely low blood pressure. The infection will spread. Um, Sometimes your organs shut down. Some people even have to have amputations. Um, It's a really serious condition. Um, And so at that point I was moved to the ICU and the infection had moved far enough up into my abdomen that it was in my diaphragm, which made it extremely hard to breathe. So they ended up having to put me on a ventilator um, and sedate me through that. Um, and basically my my worst day possible uh, when I was kind of at my worst condition, uh, my husband was in the room there with me that night and he said all of a sudden the lights began to dim and then wow. and then get brighter and it just kept happening and he didn't know what was going on he just kind of looked around mm-hmm. and then he noticed that my knees were moving back and forth like in a rocking motion very gentle and any time before that that i had moved it had been very painful and rigid mm-hmm. um and this time was just seemed very peaceful and he happened to look at the clock because he was wondering what was going on and he noticed that it said 902 p.m um and it hit him that that night a prayer vigil had began for me at nine o'clock that night oh my goodness Um, I have chills yeah it's pretty (laughs) amazing after you know I I didn't know about it because I was sedated but hearing the story afterward was was pretty crazy wow um so yeah there had been people all over the country even even some other countries who had been praying for me in that moment. And my husband said he just really felt this peace and felt like God was rocking me and telling him that I was going to be okay. Wow. Um, it was the very next day that I began improving for the first time. Oh my goodness. Um, and so um, I was able to eventually leave the ICU. And then um, after two weeks total in the hospital, I was able to come home and, um, I spent, it was months of recovery, but, Mm um, you know, now a year later, I physically, I'm, I'm really doing incredibly well. Like I really haven't had too many issues. So it's really an amazing story of, of God answering prayer and and healing me. I love that so much. I don't love that you walked through that, but I love the testimony that you get to share on the other side. Yes. And I know listening to you now, you float through that story, you know? But I know that that's not how it is when you're walking through it. And in those those days and those months afterwards, how was that experience working through 
almost losing your life and being right on the brink, it feels, it sounds like, to navigating life after trauma. And how did you confront your trauma? And what struggles did you face when beginning that healing process? Um, it was really strange at first because um, obviously when you're on a ventilator, you're sedated so mm -hmm. that you won't pull the um, tube out of your throat. Um, and so I, I didn't remember a lot of what was going on. I mean, once I came out of the sedation, it was, it was very confusing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's kind of when, you know, when I first began to face my trauma, uh, trying to understand what in the world was going on. Um, and it took probably a full month before I had really learned everything that had happened to my body and, and what all had went on with the doctors and nurses and that entire experience. So it was a very long process of, of just learning what had happened. And once I knew what had happened, then I could begin yeah. uh, working through it, I guess. Yeah. I, I resonate with that on a much smaller scale, but with um, the complications that I faced after delivery with my son, it, it, looking back on it, it was so foggy and I had to like get the, the story recount from, you know, the people that were in the room and connecting all those pieces together. And then for me facing, confronting that trauma, it was, it was like months and months before I really actually had a moment of like, wow, I actually went through a lot. Like it, because you're just kind of living life and, and it, you kind of learn to adapt. And then this is what happened for me, at least I, it wasn't until later on that I was like, oh my goodness, that was actually really traumatic that I went through that. Like that, that wasn't normal for that yeah. to happen. And so did you have an experience like that too, where it was kind of like living on autopilot, getting through it, getting better. And then you kind of come out of it and you're like, oh, wow, I have a lot of stuff that I need to heal from like did you did you have that yeah, definitely um I feel like for me it was more of a slow process um just because it took so long to learn everything that happened yeah you know while I was at the hospital it was just trying to get home get out mm -hmm. of the hospital and and get back to my girls and then yeah. once I got home just slowly learning each week it seemed like I would learn something new yeah and um my husband and I actually sat down and I said, I want to know every single mm -hmm. detail. And we, we actually sat down with a Word document and wrote it all out. And he went wow. back through texts and things to other people so we could get all the details out. Yeah. And that really helped me yeah. um, just as far as like knowing what happened to me, even yeah. though I didn't have memory of it. Uh -huh. Is that something you'd recommend? Like actually writing out hard things that happen in, say there's a situation or a whether it's something big like this or even just like relational trauma or healing from things like that, is that something that was healing for you to actually go in and write out everything that happened? Absolutely. It was. Um, and I feel like any, I mean, this isn't the only, you know, traumatic experience I've experienced in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for me personally, that's something that has been really helpful. Um, just writing it out, whether it be in a journal or a blog or, yeah or wherever, you know, yeah. publicly or privately. Yeah. Um, just that definitely helps me. I, I don't know if it would help everyone, but. Yeah. It, no, I absolutely agree. I know 
I really started to heal from my like birth trauma when I started blogging about it and writing, writing on Instagram about it and just talking about it. And because I, it, this doesn't always happen this way. I think that there's just healing in that and process. It's a way to process. But for me, one of the things that brought me healing was hearing from other people and hearing stories and, or, you know, just hearing from different women of like, oh my gosh, this is what I went through. And there's kind of a, you find a community of people who have gone through something similar and, or just you find people who are lifting your arms up and encouraging you when you don't think you need it, but you realize afterwards that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I shared that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think with, um, with a lot of different types of trauma, we, we tend to think that we're the only person who's experienced that absolutely. or we're yeah. the only person who's dealing with those emotions that come mm -hmm. from whatever traumatic experience it was. And I think Satan a lot of times will try to isolate us wow. and make us believe that we are all alone in that. Yeah. And that's not the case. And as soon as you're willing to tell someone, share mm -hmm. with someone about what you went through or how you're feeling, how you're dealing with it, like whether it be in a public flat platform, like mm -hmm. social media or just one-on-one -on -one with someone yeah. else. Yeah. Um, when you're willing to be vulnerable and then someone else can validate those feelings yes. or validate the experience you went through and mm -hmm. be able to say like, I've experienced something similar. I'm feeling those things too, yeah. or I've been through something like that. Then Satan doesn't have those chains on yeah. you anymore. Yeah. Suddenly you realize like, I'm not alone in this. And that yes. makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's so powerful. So powerful. God wants to use our stories, but we have to take the first step of telling our story, you yes. know? And, and like you said, we have a very real enemy of our souls and he wants to keep us quiet and he wants to keep us because as Christians, a lot of times, even without meaning to our stories end up being a story that glorifies God. Yes, even as absolutely. we just share it naturally, but because he's so good and he works everything together for our good, we get to the end of the story and we're like, oh, wow, I just told a whole story about how good God is. And I didn't even realize it. It was just my story. Yeah. And so that's why the enemy wants to keep us quiet. And he wants to keep us, like you said, isolated and believing that we're the only one that went through something. So I think that is why we find so much healing and sharing because like you said, it's that, that I went through this too. You're not alone in this. And then God begins the healing process. So you've talked about post-trauma anxiety. You have blog posts on it. You talk a lot about it. How did you first identify the anxiety? And then what did you, what steps did you take to um, heal from that and combat that and work through that? So I realized right away after leaving the ICU that I was experiencing anxiety, um, there was just this constant fear of ending up back mm -hmm. on a ventilator. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had flashbacks, I had yeah. insomnia, a lot of things like that. Um, I also, in all honesty, I experienced almost like a, just this heavy darkness, wow. um, where I, I actually had, had wished that I had died. Mm. And that was, not normal for me, <laughs> not normal to, um, to be thinking that. And so it's kind of pretty, um, quickly that I realized, you know, something's not right. Mm -hmm. And, um, just started kind of to actually research and Google some of the stuff I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I came to find out that PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, is really common after um, being on a ventilator, after having sepsis. Yeah. Um, and later I found out there's post-sepsis syndrome and there's wow. also post-intensive care syndrome, which both experience high anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, so I realized pretty quickly that I was experiencing anxiety mm -hmm. uh, and I ended up having to ask people at the hospital to refer me to a therapist Okay, and I was able to get um, a referral and go see someone and talk to them after I was mm -hmm. released from the hospital. Um, but actually after seeing them for a few times, I kind of realized that it wasn't helping me. Oh, wow. Um, I can't really say why. I just could tell like after I was leaving, I didn't feel any better. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so I decided to to leave that therapist and seek out someone else. And for me, it was really important to talk to someone who was going to give me counsel from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And so I was able to find someone at my church who acted as a counselor and mentor for me. And she was able to listen really well, wow. um, point me back to the Bible. Um, we worked through scriptures together. She prayed over me. I mean, she just really spoke truth over yeah. me. And it was it was huge in my healing process and being able to work through my trauma. Um, so I would really recommend for anyone else who's wanting to find healing, you know, I, I recommend counseling for sure. Um, but I also just want people to know that if it's not working out, if you can tell that it's not helping you to find someone else, yeah, it's okay to, yeah. to try, try someone else and yeah. until you find what works for you. Mm -hmm. That's such good advice. Yeah. I think as Christians, even with going to a professional therapist or, or counselor, we do still have to guard our hearts and and understand that like like you said what if if what we're hearing isn't aligning or isn't helping it's okay to say actually I don't think this is for me I'm gonna go find you know a Christian faith-filled counselor who's gonna help me and guide me and walk me through this and also point me to Jesus as we walk through it because I also think that there's a common there's a common idea that Christians and counseling like Christian shouldn't need counseling. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is so far off. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> the Bible literally tells us to seek wise counsel. <laughs> and, it's true. <laughs> um, so I love that you shared that about, and I love that you shared openly about, yeah, I was going to a therapist and it wasn't working for me and that's okay. And I went and found somebody that did work for me and did help me find healing. I love that so much. So on this topic of beginning to find healing, how, what practical steps did you take to begin healing and to begin finding peace and living your life? Not the way it was because you'll never, you know, it'll never be the same, but living right. your new life full of joy and peace and um, healed and whole. Definitely. Um, you know, talking to that counselor was, it was mm -hmm. a huge part of it. And then, um, just being able to, to dig into the word, like yeah. I made sure I was reading the Bible every single day. And that 
that was huge like getting yourself into scripture and reading truth and just proclaiming it over yourself yeah um also being in prayer and being open and honest with God when you have fears or, um, I mean, a lot of times we, we ask God why, yeah, and it's okay to ask him that, like, yeah, why absolutely. did I go through this? Um, there's tons of questions that are going to come up mm-hmm. when you've been through trauma, yes. um, and, and God's right there ready to listen. Uh-huh. And, um, so, you know, being open and honest in prayer, journaling, we talked about, you know, sharing in different ways, um, I, I listened to worship music constantly and there were, there were certain songs that really stuck out to me and I would just listen to them over and over. And it was like, I don't know how to explain it. Just like healing raining down yes. on me when I would yes. listen to those songs. I, yes. I know what you're talking about. I absolutely <laughs> know. So your when you talk about reading the word and getting in prayer, walk us through like how you studied the word and how you study scripture. Because I think I know that I have felt this before when, when somebody says like, Oh, get in your word, get in scripture. And it's like, you're, you're leaving me hanging. Like how, how do you read the word? How do you, cause it, it, I think that sometimes we sit down with our Bible and we're like, okay, God heal me or okay, God, whatever. And then we read it and we're like, okay. So how did you, like, just give us some practical tips. I know that this isn't something that I asked you about before we hit record, but I just feel like you always share um, really insightful, like, scripture and and stuff about the word and about the Bible. And so I just want to know, I want to dig into your brain a little bit on how you actually study the word and how you spend time in prayer and all of that. Give us some insight. Well, for this particular instance Mm -hmm. um I worked through a book while I also worked through the Bible um so I read the book Trusting God okay um which was amazing um and then at the same time you know I don't think it has to be any specific place you start pick whatever book you want Mm -hmm. and you just start even if it's just a chapter a day which is often what I would do chapter a day but I don't just read it Um, I like try to read through it once and then I do something a lot of times I do something called soap yeah Um, and it's where you pick a specific scripture within that chapter and you write it out and then um, that's S for soap (laughs) S-O-A-P so the S stands for the scripture you write it out whatever's kind of um, sticks out to you And then the O is for observation. So you kind of write out um, basically what that scripture is saying, kind of write it in different Mm -hmm. words, paraphrase it. Um, Then the A stands for application. So how does it apply to your life? Mm -hmm. And then the P is for prayer. And so then I would write out a prayer. Yeah. So that's a one way that I've often turned to um, when I am studying the word and it really helps me and brings bring scripture more to life than just sitting there and reading and going in one ear and out the other. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I kind of follow that model too. It's just always fun to hear from somebody else. It's kind of like, you know, you don't hear when you, when your mom says it, you don't listen, but when somebody else says it, like, I'm like, guys, this is really actually helpful. Do it. Um, And I think that when we go through hard things, whether it's like what your experience, what we're talking about, or even just 
um, smaller things. Anytime we go through hard things, sometimes it can feel like we're far from God and it can feel like, God, where are you? Why is this happening to me? And so I, I think that in those seasons of hard stuff and working through hard stuff, it's so good to just go back to the basics. Soap is something that I learned in youth group growing up in the church, but there's a reason why we teach it to 13, 14 year olds, because Mm -hmm. it's basic, it works, and it's, it helps you just one verse at a time, one scripture at a time, apply it to your life, and let yourself soak it up, and slowly, like you said, you know, slowly, we begin to be full of the word of God, if it's, it's a, consistency thing it's a time thing you know but I think that when we feel far from God which is often in seasons like this more often than not we don't feel far from God when life's good we feel far from God when life is hard and when the hard stuff comes and so that's when it's important to dive into the word and go back to the basics and so I love that you talked about this and I will write out the soap um, model in the show notes for anyone that wants to use it. And I'll also link that book that you mentioned okay, um, in the show notes for anybody who wants to read that. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with us today? There's two other things I wanted to mention. So when we talked about um, how Satan wants to isolate you, hmm and how it's good to find other people who have maybe experienced the same thing or something similar. Um, One thing that I wish I had realized sooner is that there are Facebook groups out there for everything. Yes. Right. They have been a huge encouragement to me Mm -hmm. just in my journey of motherhood, being Mm -hmm. able to learn so much from other moms. Um, But I actually was able to find a sepsis survivor group on Facebook. And so being able to talk to other people who have been through something similar and are still experiencing some of the symptoms, you know, after they've recovered has just, I don't know, it's just really helped me see that, like, I'm not the only person who's been through this. Um, And so whatever type of traumatic experience you've been through, most likely there's a Facebook group out there for it. So it's easy just to search some keywords mm-hmm. and click on groups and, and see what you find. And you never yeah. know, it could be really helpful. That's such practical advice. I love that so much. Like just so practical, just go find a Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems so easy, but a lot of times we don't think about yeah. it. No, it's so true. I would not even think of that. Now I'm like going to go search Facebook groups for all the stuff <laughs> I've been through. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I once read a quote that said trauma comes back as a reaction, not a memory. And that really hit home for me um, because I do feel like whatever trauma we've been through, you know, it's some type of distressing experience Mm -hmm. and we've all been through them. A lot of times it comes back in some type of reaction, whether it be something that triggers us. um, Maybe we, experience some like deep emotions with it or depression or anxiety, you know, panic mm-hmm. attack, things like that. Um, so many of us experience trauma. We have experienced yeah. it or yep. we're going to in our lives. Yep. And there's no changing that. Cause like you said, we yeah. live in a fallen world and that's what happens. Yep. But you get to choose whether 
that experience is going to change you for the better or not. Wow. And so it's really up to you to advocate for yourself to work through your trauma, Mm -hmm. to find that healing, take steps to find that healing, and then to be able to let God use that story that he allowed for you for good and to bring him glory and and ultimately to improve yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. through working through our trauma and finding healing, we can become more like Jesus. Yeah. You know, is wow. it builds our character. He talks yeah. about trials build our character. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really important for people to to identify it and mm-hmm. to do something about it. Yeah, that's so. I'm like draw on the floor. <laughs> so profound, so insightful. Everything that you shared today, I know that it's gonna help somebody listening because it helped me. And even if this conversation that we just had was just for the sake of helping me, (laughs) then that's enough. But I know that it's gonna help so many people. And I just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and sharing your insight and things that are hard to share. I know that it's not easy to agree to come and talk to potentially hundreds of people who are listening, but I know that it is going to help some women work through some stuff and live a fully healed and joy-filled life. And that's our mission here on this show. And thank you for linking arms with me and for the bravery that it takes to come on and share this stuff. I know that it's not easy and, um, but you have helped us so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on this show today and sharing your story with us and helping us find healing. I thank you so much. Hey mama, I hope you found value and healing in today's episode. Isn't Tiffany incredible? Her and I have become friends through a little app called Instagram. You might've heard of it. (laughs) And she has brought so much light to my life. We decided it would be fun to team up to give away a package of goodies to one of you this week. So head on over to my Instagram stories to get yourself entered. It's super easy to enter. All you have to do is follow both of us and slide the little bar in our story so there's no reason why you shouldn't enter. One of you will win a $50 Target gift card, a Bible study book from The Daily Grace Co., and a few books to help you overcome any hardship you might be facing. The winner will be drawn on Friday of this week, so don't wait. Go enter right now. Thank you so much for your continued support of Joy-Filled Mama. I truly am so grateful that you're here, and I can't wait to talk with you next week.